0: Welcome to an episode of the Defiant Business Podcast, your Monday through Friday 10-minute shot of business knowledge. I'm your host, Ruthie, and we are trying something new today. And so you're really in for a treat. So this is a series that I'm going to call Under the Microscope, and we'll do it once a week. We will take a marketing campaign, usually content marketing, or at least related to content marketing, and we will or I will dissect it for you to listen to. And so we'll get to, you know, you get to hear about what made this a great campaign or what made it a bad one. Um, And, you know, my favorite parts about the campaign, what the company did, and, you know, maybe even my thoughts on how they could carry it a step further if the campaign is over, those sorts of things. So today we are bringing IBM's content cantina under the microscope. So this campaign was for IBM's internal personnel. So I will preface everything I say with the fact that I don't have access to IBM's internal, you know, content platform, which I did after watching the content cantina, but I don't. So I can only talk about what I saw. Um... And then of course, with it being IBM, I have high confidence that they're doing awesome things on their platform that I was unable to log into. Yes, I clicked on it to try. So IBM wanted to change the conversation around content and thought leadership for their internal personnel. So I don't know if you know this, but IBM makes a lot of content a lot of content and they have like multiple websites that you know just pop up for different things all of the time they make a lot of content and part of why they're able to do this is because they've like decentralized content so not all of it funnels up to the top right and so they've kind of they've got their editors embedded throughout the organization and and so those editors are like boots on ground if you will for, for content and what's created. And so the tagline for the campaign is let's rethink thought leadership. Simple, to the point, and great, I think, for a company like IBM, who would be considered a thought leader in many of the industries that they're involved in, that they dip their toes in or that they're full on, you know, first dive that they're involved into or involved with. So IBM clearly identified their audience. They had about 300,000 internal personnel that they were trying to speak to. And what they wanted to do was reach those people outside of their typical internal communications channels. They wanted to inspire more storytelling. And so that's how they came up with the content cantina. I love it. <laughs> I love how it immediately gets your attention. Um, the actual content itself, it's a talk show, right? It's a talk show that and the setting is Star Wars. You hear the Star Wars theme playing. And then in the background behind the talk show host, George Hammer, who happens to be IBM's chief content officer, um, in the background, you can see a Star Wars setting. And They just, they really knew their audience because even if you don't like Star Wars, you know Star Wars. So it's familiar and it's unexpected because who would have expected IBM to start playing, you know, Star Wars? And George Hammer is a great host. He's very energetic. He's, he's, I don't know, he does great on camera. I mean, I imagine he's probably a great interview and, you know, keynote speaker and stuff like that. So... The results. And this is one of my favorite things is when you look at these campaigns, they often talk about their results, which is fantastic. It gives you an idea of what it can be like when you do something that's kind of contrarian in your marketing, right? So, contrarian marketing is kind of like a a low key buzzword or buzz phrase, Um, but it just means that you did something different. You did something that people weren't expecting you to do. And so, within your industry, you can get inspiration outside of your industry bring it in and do something contrarian, right? You zig when everybody else zagged and that's why people notice you. So that's what made me notice this campaign is that I was just like, oh, wow, Star Wars, how much fun. I thought this was, you know, he, he picked something. I mean, you know, the the planet is just a dirt planet, you know, very... Basic walls and everything, and it was just an interesting conversation I think to have, or an interesting setting to have a conversation about things like the future of content and how we can move content forward in such like a kind of primitive uh, scene. Anyway, so back to the results of the campaign. So once they started posting this content, these talk show segments of George Hammer in you know speaking with these incredibly serious thought leaders within the content marketing space, their LinkedIn post engagement went up 130%. Wow. And, you know, engagement, that's likes, that's comments, that's shares. And then searches for IBM's content on the topic of content marketing went up 100%. And that's huge. I mean, especially when you consider the number of people looking for content marketing, but then also the people who are out there like me, posting about content marketing or posting about content in general and marketing and messaging. So to have their people searching specifically for IBM's content related to content marketing is huge. It goes up 100%. That's amazing. And then one of the other things they noted was that campaigns that used their identified best practices and thought leadership, they saw a 23% increase in, in ROI and $5 billion in, you know, revenue and leads, right? So that's what they've got, you know, in their, their funnel now. So that's, I mean, can you imagine, I mean, I can't imagine that much money, but wow. And you know that the, you know, they would have planned this out. They would have had the strategy kind of set up. And this goes back again to that episode I talked about, about knowing the value of your content. There's no way that they would have been able to chart out those numbers, at least not easily, if they hadn't kind of tied or were very clear on their content goals from the beginning. And what I mean by content goals are basically what you want to accomplish with your content. So that's huge. So it turns out that more episodes of the Content Cantina are coming, which is so cool. Another six episodes, so I can't wait to watch them. Um, And yeah, so I saw that actually on George Hammer's LinkedIn the other day. Um, he's, like I said, he's the chief content officer at IBM and he announced that the next six episodes of the content cantina are coming out soon. So if I were you, I'd go search George hammer on LinkedIn and you could follow him. So that way you can see the content cantina episodes come out. I'm interested to see how this second part of the campaign kind of adds on to increases, um, or increases their results. Uh, so yes, that's what we'll see. So this was our first. Episode within the uh, the Defiant Business Podcast under the microscope. I hope you enjoyed kind of this look at a you know content marketing campaign. Um, I guess one more note is that I obviously cannot see what they did with this content on um, on their internal processes, but if it was me, or in their internal platforms, but if it was me. You know, there would be written content. I would make snippets for sure. If people showed a particular interest, that might be the inspiration for a white paper or further research. Anything I could do to help my identified audience, the 300,000 IBM personnel, um, if they show an interest, then I'm going to keep, you know, going on that vein. I mean, but that's just me and they've got a whole team over there. I'm sure. I'm sure they're doing wonderful things inside the platform that we can't see. But So that's been an episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Build relationships and also end up building those backlinks. They're incredibly valuable because, as I said, they communicate to Google that you're awesome. So over time, the more backlinks a particular page has, it will climb up in the search results. So keep that in mind. Backlinks are are valuable to you, but you don't just want any backlink. You want valuable backlinks. So you'll have to go back sometimes and and put nofollow, which you can Google, but you can nofollow certain links so that way um, they can't link to you anymore if they're spam links, which you definitely don't want. All right. I know I've given you a lot to think about, so I'll go ahead and let you go. This has been an episode of the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie, owner of Defy the Status Quo. You know, Wherever you find this episode, video, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. You always love this sort of feedback, and if you have a question, go ahead and leave us a message, either voice message or a comment, and letting us let us know what you'd like us to talk about next. See you next time.